This is Feed, Play, Love, a podcast especially for the parents and carers of small children. I'm your host, Siobhan Hunt. Over the years, I've spoken to some really interesting people about parenting, and this next interview is one from our collection. I hope you enjoy it. What's your kitchen look like come breakfast, lunch, or dinner time? If it's anything like mine, and I'm picturing my son here, he's in his high chair. Let's just take breakfast for an example, because that's a good one. He's got wheat bix mashed up with milk. He's putting it in his mouth. So he's just over one. So he's eating with a spoon. Sometimes he gets sick of the spoon and he puts his hand in the bowl and it gets washed, put all over his face, in his hair, on the front, on the top of the tray, gets thrown on the floor. It's like a complete mess. And you could pretty much repeat that lunchtime and dinner. Um, and I've got to admit, sometimes it's quite convenient when he plays with his food because I get stuff done. I get to wash up while he's throwing stuff around the kitchen. But what if it drives you nuts? How can you stop your child throwing food? And is it really such a bad thing if he or she is making a mess? Jess Beaton is the nutritionist and dietitian from One Handed Cooks. Hi, Jess. How are you? I'm well, thanks, Siobhan. How are you? Good. Why do babies throw food? I mean, apart from trying to, you know, irritate their parents. <laughs> well, they do get to a point sometimes where they think it's a great game and they love the attention that they get from throwing food. And the sound um, of the splat. I think Arlo loves the sound of the splat when the yes. mandarin or something hits the floor. Absolutely. And what you described in your introduction is the exact same as my youngest son, Hamish, at the moment. <laughs> Hands in his porridge bowl, it's on the wall behind him, it's on the floor, it's on my Ugg boots. Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. Um, so at One Hand Cooks, our motto is definitely embrace mess. There are so many benefits to um, for their children to get messy with food when they're learning to eat. There's lots of things that you can do to try and help discourage throwing food, but you do need to embrace some level of mess as a parent. It's easier, Baby. isn't it, really? I mean, in one hand, it's easier just to let it go. Despite all of the, there's, I'm sure you'll tell us about the benefits of mm. letting them be messy, but as a parent, just going, you know what? I'm just going to have to hose you down. It's okay. <laughs> I'm just going to let you go mad for, you know, however long it takes I mean, there's a level of mess that it just gets to, you know, the point of no return. It doesn't matter. It's kind yeah. of, you know. Absolutely. So Absolutely. just there's kind of a relaxingness. There's something about it that's relaxing when you and just go. And it's focused for them. If they sense that you're relaxed and okay, then they feel a little bit more freedom and they feel the opportunity to explore food a bit more and they don't feel also some tension and, and they start to get anxious and then they don't want to eat and then they want to throw it further. <laughs> <laughs> Um, to get further away as possible from them. So, um, yeah, I mean, and you just need to buy a splash mat or a splash sheet or, um, or there's have so a many handy. cool little mocks <laughs> that you can get to help protect the clothes if, you, if you're worried about their clothes getting stains on them, etc. Um, Friends of mine used to put their kids in um, paint smocks when they yes. fed them. I thought that was such a good idea. Yes, yes. We, um, we've we got one as well, which sometimes for Hamish, I will, usually I'm not so precious because I usually just 
pull off his pajamas when they're all so yes. filthy yes. Um, and put get him dressed into his clothes. But if he is already dressed in his clothes when he gives him breakfast, and I know that Ali, when she, when Amy, she's just learning how to use a spoon and he's feeding herself yogurt. <laughs> you've got little cute smocks that you can just pull off the smocks and pop them in the wash and their clothes are clean. You can just walk out the door rather than having to redress them all over again. So I think they're really handy. Yeah, definitely. So mm-hmm. tell me, when they're getting messy, what's going on there? Is is it about exploring textures? and? Yeah, absolutely. So it's really, I mean, for kids, if you think another thing to kind of another little mantra to remind yourself when they're getting messy, it's, it's hard to be neat when you're learning to eat. Their fine motor skills are still developing, so they're grabbing with their whole hand. But for some kids who may be a little bit more overwhelmed by all the sensory, sense like all the senses that they're trying to process. So eating is one of the most sensory, most difficult sensory tasks for babies. You know, it involves the sight, the smell, the taste the touch so they have to process all of that and they have to feel comfortable to some extent to be able to I guess even touch it and then to lick it and put it in their mouth so it's this whole multi-step process that they have to I guess process and feel comfortable with before they put it in their mouth so if your baby's presented with food and they're poking it and prodding it and squishing it they're actually learning about what the food might feel like in their mouth is it cold is it hot do I, can I just squish it in my mouth? Will I need to chew it? Is it hard? Is it soft? Is it slightly bumpy or furry? And then then once they get it in their mouth, they actually need to feel comfortable getting out of their mouth, almost as like a safety survival instinct. I need to be able to get this out of my mouth in case I choke before I actually try and swallow it. So that's where they might chew, 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 and then spit, spit, spit. <laughs> yes. That's okay. That's okay. So... You know, good job, good job. You got it out of your mouth, and the next bite they might sort of go, okay, all right. Well, I can get it out, and let's take a few more bites, a little smushing around in the mouth, and then they'll be able to feel comfortable swallowing it. It's so, so interesting this- you say that because my son definitely will do that. Sometimes I'm, I'm sure he's hungry, like he's screaming for grapes or whatever, and I'll give him a grape. And even though he eats grapes every day, sometimes he will do that. He'll chew and spit out the first one. And I think that's a bit odd because I'm sure you're hungry and I'm sure you want grapes. But then if I give him another one, he will still eat it. So sometimes I I would have read that as him not being hungry. But what Mm. you're saying is he's just kind of processing what's actually in his mouth and he doesn't mean he's, doesn't necessarily mean he's not hungry really. Yeah. And like you said, it's also fun for them. Like if they're, they spill some water on their tray or if they've got some of their wheat bix or their porridge and they start banging it, it's fun for them. Like it makes a noise, it feels different, it's squishy, it's squashy and, and that all helps relax them and make them feel comfortable and, and happy in their high chair. And if they're feeling happy and relaxed in their high chair, then it just helps them feel comfortable with eating and exposing them to a wide variety of foods and they're more likely to experience feel comfortable exploring all those foods and then eventually getting them in their mouth and eating them. (laughs) Yes, which is what we all aim for in the end. Yeah, Um, yeah, absolutely. We're speaking with Jess Beaton, who's a nutritionist and dietitian from One Handed Cooks. Jess, if we go back to when babies throw food though, so Mm. we're accepting that messiness is a good thing, but sometimes throwing food can be an indication of other things that maybe it's not the right time for eating or or there are signs that maybe – 
we could manage that a little bit better. Can you talk us through um, what throwing food might mean for the baby? Yeah, so I'm not I'm not going to say that your baby is perfectly okay for them to fly, fling food around the room or um, throw it across the side of the table at their sibling. But certainly when they're exploring, it's okay. But when it gets to the point where they are have had a few mouthfuls to eat or they've eaten a good amount and they're sitting there and then they start to drop food off the side of their tray. They start to be a little bit more, I guess, um, you you can just sense that they're playing with food is not because they're exploring the food. It's generally they're satisfied. (laughs) They're not hungry anymore. They've had enough to eat and they're just finding something else to do with their food. So obviously all kids like to go through that developmental phase of popping food, seeing what happens when they drop it over the side of the tray. And if they get lots of attention for it, whether that's good attention, like you continually picking it up and smiling, or you, um, I guess, getting a little bit tense with them, they just see it almost as a reward. So they'll continue to do that sort of thing. But If you tend to sort of ignore it a little bit more or simply pop it up and find a little bit um, of a small space on on the table or their high chair, a little corner that you say, okay, when you're all done or if you've had enough or you don't want that bit of food, just put it in the, the top corner. So food stays on the table and find a little spot whether they know that they can put it, particularly if they feel anxious about the side of that food, particular food. If they have a little safe spot on their high chair or their table where you can direct them to put it that can make them feel a little bit more comfortable so food stays on the table and of course it's going to take a few times to do that but if you give minimal attention and direct them to a place whether they can put it it's fine or if you sense that it's the point of the meal where they've had enough and it's time to get out of the high tray uh, out of out of their high chair simply just give them a little clean and take them out and say dinner's all done all done or or any sort of sign language that might you might be using with your baby to signal that it's the end of the meal that can help put an end to that behavior and also then you just spend the next half hour cleaning up your kitchen (laughs) and the high chair so that it's not all crusty next time you come back to it look Jess thank you that's um it's nice to know that it's actually developmentally good to let my son be an absolute pig when he's (laughs) eating I love it thanks for your time this afternoon no problem thank you bye 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 that was Jess Beaton, nutritionist and dietitian from One Handed Cooks. They have a magazine that they release seasonally, which is awesome. I'm not a good cook, but I love using their recipes because they're very easy and you know you're getting good stuff into your kids. So you can find their magazines in all good news agencies, or you can find them also online at onehandedcooks.com.au. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you, so if you'd like to get in touch, email me at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.